Hello everybody, welcome to Scratch the Surface Podcast. I am Real Pestaño. If you're new here, this is the space where we zoom in on the Bible and have a great time. Hi everybody and welcome to my random stuff. So aside sa pagpo-post ko ng biblical series, naglagay din ako ng kabilang kategory ng mga random stuff, things that I'd like to share na different from what I've been doing sa, sa uh, book of, books of the Bible series. So, ang share ko na random stuff is um, a day ago, nagpost ako ng aking random thoughts uh, regarding uh, preaching. So, ang pinaka-purpose ng pagsulat ko nito is it's an homage. An homage. It's a... Um, a letter of ad- admiration sa mga taong ginamit ng Panginoon sa aking buhay that helped me to be in love with preaching and a little bit of personal uh, stories and experience about the life of a preacher. So, babasahin ko dito yung aking sinulat na ang pinamagan, pinamagatan ko to na on preaching. <clears throat> so let me read this one, alright? As I sit with my laptop savoring hot cocoa, my thoughts drift towards crafting words on something I'm extremely passionate about. In the early morning glow, I ponder, what is one topic that is so dear to me? A subject I'd be eager to discuss even while stranded on a deserted, deserted island, the kind of subject that resonates in every fiber of my being, a topic that I could go on and on. Books, music, movies, literature, they all make my blood rush, but one thing has intricately woven itself into the fabric of my heart, preaching, a calling I yearn to embrace forever. Just by typing the word preaching, the alchemy of my memories catapults me back to my childhood days. I remember how it all started. I was just a little fanboy of great sermons. Back in the day, my dad was collecting all the audio and video preaching, most of which were from Because of the Times in Alexandria, an annual conference of apostolic preachers in America. And my father often took me to his office every morning to watch these videos. It was our bonding moment, a ritual. And we watched it as if we were watching Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. We look at it as a series. A preaching marathon was the name of the game. We share laughter when humor graces the moment, and we cry together when the message is beautifully conveyed. We would sometimes eat lunch in the office while watching all these sermon videos, For us, it was a pleasure, a very addictive pleasure. We would watch Jerry Jones, Anthony Mangan, Lee Stone King, Wayne Huntley, Jeff Arnold, T.F. Tenney, and some names I prefer to keep under wraps. Gems I'm a bit reluctant to disclose, so I'll just stick with the well-known ones. My dad and I once discussed, discussed who preaches better. As a little boy, I was perplexed by his choice of preachers. In my naivety, I would call his choice a boring preacher. 
Now, at 30, I finally understand. I felt like a young drummer easily fascinated with all the tricks, chops, and wild exhibitions, while the experienced drummers stayed true to the power of groove. I was allured with style, but the older I got, I realized that styles are the icing, but the substance is the cake. Essence is everything. I admit it. I can be a harsh critic of preaching at times. It's nothing personal with the preacher, just the content. But trust me, I do this with pure intention. I never criticize because I see myself as a better preacher, never. I don't compete with anyone. We are all co-laborers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I criticize because I am passionate about preaching. It's accuracy, clarity, and soul-saving power. We all strive to rightly divide the word of truth because, come on, it's the word of God. It deserves the best, excellence, and our all. For over a decade of preaching, I've made numerous mistakes, and I continue to learn and grow. To this day, I haven't reached a final destination. I believe we're all eternal students. I took every preaching opportunity seriously. There was a time when, after preaching, I found myself bawling like a baby. I knew I could have done better. I know I can do better. But that particular preaching was spectacularly embarrassing. It's a memory I'd rather not dwell on. I walk out of the building in a walk of shame. <clears throat> the point is, we take this work seriously. We don't treat any preaching opportunity lightly. We preach as if it's our last. When my father passed away in April 2009, I continued watching and listening to these sermons, but now it's different. I have to watch them alone. I immersed myself in the sermons with a childhood wonder, envisioning that one day, I could preach like them. I pictured myself in a suit, carrying a Bible, gripping a microphone, and speaking as eloquently as Michael Williams. A crazy dream, I chuckled. I thought it was ridiculous. But looking back, that boy seems a bit lucky. Carried by the winds of destiny, now I am a preacher. God indeed has a sense of humor. I'm not writing this to give you a master class in preaching. Instead, I want to share some lessons I've learned in preaching over half my life. Additionally, this is a homage to all the individuals both here and abroad who have fueled my love for this craft. My first preaching idol was my father, Ray Pestania. I acknowledge it might be wrong to call someone an idol, but bear with me, and I promise to repent later, okay? I appreciate his preaching not just because he's my father or my first pastor, but, but because he is genuinely a really good preacher. Anyone who witnessed him in the pulpit would understand what I'm talking about. He is a man of eloquence and anointing, and the level of his homily is unmatched by any preacher today. And there hasn't been a time I didn't think about him. Then comes my mother, Elsie Pace. I attempted to imitate dad but couldn't. Believe it or not, most of my preaching style was heavily influenced by my mother. Her energy, humor, and ability to, to connect with the audience were a revelation to me. 
Regardless of how unresponsive the audience was, as soon as my mother stepped into the pulpit, a joy, a fountain of joy, flowed from the pulpit to the pews. I take pride in my mother. Dad and mom were my preaching idols, but even they had an idol. Do you know who he is? None other than Bishop Super Mario Pestaña. This person influenced me the most in terms of storytelling, wit, art, creative illustration, simplicity, and healthy, spontaneous, natural humor. I mimic his style a lot, by, but I always flop. I suppose I'm just a Class B Super Mario. Super EK just doesn't sound cool enough. Of course, Lee Stone King was the preacher we all aspired to be. After hearing his preaching on Because of the Times 2005, I said, this man is legit. I saw the incredible power of God at work in him. Every time he preaches, something happens. Truly one of God's voices in the 21st century. Wayne Huntley taught me a lot about masterful homiletics. Many dub him the young preacher's hero. His organization of thoughts from start to finish was polished, and, and his delivery, play of words, intonation, and voice projection were unparalleled. I know you all expected me to mention this man. Sure, Uncle Jeff Arnold, arguably the greatest preacher of all time. His preaching revolutionized the format of traditional preaching, transitioning from an orthodox, orthodox traditionalist to an unconventional artist. He was a game changer. There are numerous reasons why Jeff Arnold is everyone's favorite preacher. I might delve into it in a separate topic, focusing on the elements of Jeff Arnold's preaching style and what made him influential and very contagious. From my perspective, what made people love him was his honesty, his courage to speak the truth drip with his Brooklyn slang. Unconventional, yet the result was a beautiful combination. He is the preacher I would choose to listen to a thousand, thousand times and still extract a nugget of insight. The list goes on and on. Jerry Jones, Tom Fredtenny, Jack Cunningham, David Myers, Brian Kinsey, Mike Williams, Steve Willoughby, David Bernard, Billy Cole, Robert Bayer, Gordon Mallory, Jeff Mallory, Johnny James, and more. In the Philippines, in the Philippines, I love to share with you the preachers I admire, both then and now. As a disclaimer, I'll only mention names I've heard preaching. And I may have missed some, so please forgive me. Don't hesitate to write down in the comment section the preachers who impacted your life. I give honor to our preaching champions who stood the test of time, proving their lives and ministries are worth emulating. C. Ompad, W. Mahadukon, E. Banyas, C. Pestaño, H. Pestaño, J. Sulit, and A. Acuesta. These are my take on energetic declarative preachers. Many years have come and gone, but the fire never wanes. They are the gold standard of preaching. We are richly blessed to have gifted individuals who can seamlessly combine teaching and preaching in their message. A. Bodegas, A. Martinez, A. Gamayon, A. Perez, N. Trinidad, O. Picar, C. Go, Romy Pestaño, J. Marimon, R. Bandoy, E. Graelios, R. Rosare, L. Reyes, J. Serrano, Joe Pestaño, and J. Abadilla. Their solid and systemized preaching is sure to bless your soul. 
In my teenage years, I relished listening to S. Embalsado, D. Cotar, I. Chavez, J. Cabalfin, J. Suarez, A. Gumba, J. Soria, J. Absalud, D. Pestaño, and C. Esteva. These were the preachers I always looked forward to listening to. They could seamlessly blend their secular knowledge and skillfully use it as a tool to present the gospel of Jesus Christ. Scholarly analytics filled with the power of God. I owe my ministry to these people. Today, my spirit soars as I witness how God blesses us with young blood preachers. Once these preachers stand in the pulpit, something in the atmosphere shifts. We are blessed to have J. Picar, Michelle Pestaño, G. Perez, J. Sarientas, J. Mangoba, I. Mahadukon, I. Lacambra, R. Eliuterio. We also have inspiring orators who can bring deep exposition in their preaching. G. Lutero, J. Pats, P. Guansing. I witnessed fiery preachers today and felt mightily proud of my fellow evangelists. A. Lepalam, L. Lorena, M. Vargas, J. Pigao, R. Canaliso, M. Sambales, L. Pouncey, and S. Orpiada. These individuals are on fire. I thank the Lord for warriors who walk in the prophetic gifting, such as N. Darius and M. Hightcock, courageous men of God who dare to stand and declare the word of the Lord unequivocally. Living legends operating in the gifts of healing, miracles, signs, and wonders, El Dancolos, Jose Samulde, my respect for these individuals is immense. These are some of my inspirations. They motivate me to excel in the ministry God has, God has entrusted me with. I am a product of their giftings, the result of their prayers and sacrifice, and I am forever indebted to them. Ignorance is bliss, they say. I thought preaching was as simple as that, but it wasn't. It dawned on me that preaching is larger than crafting a message. I've discovered that preaching has a lot more to do with the brokenness of a preacher. It's good to learn how to write. Reading is good. <clears throat> Hermeneutics, homiletics, and apologetics are all necessary but never enough. What makes a preacher is simply allowing themselves to be a broken vessel for God. That's where it all gets real. The loneliness, solitude, and melancholy. The courage to be lambasted. All the irregularities of life. The pain of losing a loved one. The pain of facing the consequences of your sins. The pain of being crushed. The pain of sometimes having no one to back you up. It's just you there lying in the mud crying in the rain and pushing yourself to get back in the fight. The truth is, these are all the necessary paraphernalias that render the preacher's life so beautiful and ennobled. After all, preaching is never about popularity, where people want to take your picture or have your signature on the Bible or book. In the end, it's about bringing people to the foot of the cross and pointing them to the one who is worthy of it all. We prepare the way of the Lord and make straight in the desert a highway for our God. If we are remembered, we are grateful. But if we are forgotten, then we won. That's the point. It's all about Christ. 
I think that's all I have to say so far. My cock was turned tepid. I have to drink this now, roll up my sleeves, and get back to work. Peace. Thank you for listening, friends and buddies. Please like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Scratch the Surface. Bye!